the WrestleGeddon Podcast. For over three years, the best of the worst wrestling podcast. Hey fans, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Christy Heat Matthews, joined each and every week by the Tennessee Jesus Call Crossland and Garrett G. Money Mun, fellas. What a hell of a weekend for wrestling last week, which led into mm-hmm. a pretty decent week. So we're going to get into that in our instant replay segment. But uh, how the hell are you guys? What's been going on? Uh, nothing, nothing too much. Uh, me and Garrett got kicked out of a football game. We did, we did. We did, yeah, because we was in blackface. Mm. But other than that, it was all good. <laughs> Was it all blackface or half blackface? <laughs> like half blackface, half uh, Mexican face. <laughs> Something like that. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm... But it's okay because Derek's uh, <laughs> uh, stepmom's Hispanic. So we had a pass for that side, but we didn't have a pass for the black side. So we got trouble. We didn't get a pass for that or or a pass for the redskin shirts we decided to wear. Oh, that's terrible. All good. It's all good. I think it's probably one of your guys' worst random adventures. I know. I this you know. That's pretty bad. Can't like, I was be expecting Superman y'all to be in like I can't be Superman <laughs> every week. Like, you know, sometimes we're Clark Kent in you know? I I'm surprised you guys weren't in like <laughs> Japan trying to, to claim that new island that just formed from that, you know, volcanic eruption. <laughs> no, <laughs> now was this in bike face at the Redskins mm-hmm. game? I mean, the Washington football's game, Washington football game. You guys could have been like Johnny Depp living large on your own volcanic ash island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and Gary did go uh, to an island one time, but. It was a bunch of like underage people there that we had to leave. What was that dude that picked, took us to that island, Garrett? Mm. Jeffrey something, Dahmer or something. Something, something different. Something different. All right. Totally. He was a bit creepy. <laughs> yeah. A little creepy. Bill Clinton was there though. It was all cool. <laughs> checking out checking out some cankles. <laughs> Woo! Now that's a cankle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much random stuff. Just like the random band entrance theme of the week this week. None other than the, I don't know, I would say like pop goddess, I guess. I don't know. Um, Mariah Carey. I want to that Baby far. mama. One in it, Cannon's baby mamas. Yep. I would definitely say she's music royalty, but yeah, that was probably a little far. But yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> at least Christmas royalty. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is more toys. <sighs> is a right. blade? Is a blade figure? Hey, don't be hating. Actually, I didn't I do mean to post that. that on my damn um, personal. I was supposed to go in the fig cave. <laughs> 
So I found it was the blade. I couldn't find the fucking butcher. Like, I scoured that Walmart looking behind, like, fucking Nerf guns, tarps, Legos, where people hide shit. I couldn't find it. It's like, fuck. But yeah. All right. Mariah Carey this week. Who wants to go first? Oh, we lost Carl. Uh-oh. Well, I can go first if need be. Nah, go ahead. Um, I was told by a unanimous source, don't ask who, to unanimous pick. Unanimous or anonymous? Anonymous source, excuse me. So your wife told you to pick this? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> um, and my song <clears throat> is Fantasy. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you, the original one or the remix? They don't fucking let me go first. The original. Mine was the remix. <laughs> well, there you go. We got two different songs. <laughs> and I'm scared for when Carl comes back because he'll probably have some random song. Actually, <laughs> you know what? He's probably <laughs> there. He's probably like, I've been talking the whole time. And he went to. He didn't realize he went to the random band app. <laughs> it kicked him out. Probably. The screen just went black and he's like gone. He's not even on the stage or in like the queue. There he is. Alright. I don't know if that was me or you or what happened. It was you. I don't know, but you you've arisen again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Um so Garrett picked fantasy. Damn it, Garrett, you motherfucker. And then Chris picked but Fantasy the, the Remix. The version. remix of Fantasy with ODB. OD, ODB. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man. Damn it. So I guess I'm going to have to go with uh, Crybaby uh, featuring Snoop Dogg. Okay. So break up, son. I'm going to break up with my opponent. <laughs> break up with your opponent. <laughs> and cry about it. <laughs> awesome. All right. So there we go. There are picks for Mariah Carey songs. Carl, what we got for next week? Where my dogs? Where my dogs? Where my dogs at? Uh, we got DMX. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. DMX. Oh, oh. <laughs> Gotta stop, drop, shut them down, open up shop. Yep. Ain't no sunshine. Awesome. All right. DMX for next week. We're kind of talking about that off air with uh, DMX. He did have some bangers. Give him that. I just yeah. I just don't like my music barking at me. Oh, I love it. I love DMX, <laughs> man. You yeah. want some? You want to go banging in the gym? Listen to some DMX. Yep. Awesome. All right. So there is that. Let's go ahead and get over to the elite figure of the week. This one is kind of fitting for uh, this week, post Survivor Series, and it is the ringside exclusive, Straight Edge Society. Boo! Boo! How you're doing a fucking Randy figure? No one gives a shit about Phil. With removable mask, that beautiful bald head. <laughs> it doesn't look like CM Punk though. No, nah, it's got pretty good likeness. You think so? Yeah. It might just be the camera. Uh, 
Um, uh, it looks it. like uh, it looks like uh, Johnny Hengi. <laughs> I got the um, like this is after like he got his head shaved and all that. So yeah, I know. Weird. I know what it is. Yeah, 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 I got yeah. the homeless version one with the long straggly hair and homeless beard. <laughs> but um, yeah, Mattel apparently it's funny because like Mattel decided they're going to scrap that figure. Um, cause it was like a couple years when they were going to put it out after that had happened, but there was like such a huge demand for it. They ended up releasing it through ringside collectibles. And this is the first ringside exclusive figure I've ever bought. So it's pretty awesome. Yep. <clears throat> and apparently it's resells for a shit ton of money. So <laughs> I saw a uh, I saw a, a Facebook um, post and I don't know if it was like um, a Photoshop thing or if it was like real, but somebody was like, "Oh, look what I found at on clearance at Walmart or something." It was uh, a CM Punk, but he's like uh, sitting uh, like uh, cross leg like on the ground, like he was doing the, like the pipe bomb in WWE, but it was an AEW figure. Yeah. I know that um, Diamond Select had those statues with uh, Punk in the the pipe bomb pose sitting down with uh, Mike on the AEW stage. That might have been it, then. Cool. I was like, I didn't know that existed. Got to track that down. That looks pretty awesome. What's up, everybody? This is Chris from the Russell Getting Podcast. We're about to try some dubby Jeerless energy. So I got this one here, which is the, the Dragonade. So we're gonna try that out. We got a little mixer here, getting ready to roll. So, all right, we got to pack it open. Dump that powder in there. Dump in the water. Bam. All right, here we go. This little taste test here. Don't mind the hair. It's the first thing in the morning. Here we go. That's pretty good. That is really good. To the W Energy Drink taste test earlier this morning. I gotta say, it's definitely better than some of the other energy drinks that I've drank in the past. And they usually do like ghost or bang. Like true to word. Like energized, focused. It's just amazing. So definitely check it out. Um, hit up Dubby's website. It'll be a link down here in the bottom. Use code WrestleGeddon, and you can save 10% off your order. All right. So that is the Elite Figure of the Week. Let's head over to the Instant Replay and run down some of the stuff for this week. We'll get into uh, um, Survivor Series and all that fun stuff here. Forgot to take the other banner off before I put the new one up. Yep, oh, and it is sponsored by Debbie. Drink Debbie, or else you will be uh, unenergetic. <sighs> drink Always Dubby, technical difficulties. Never drink Dubby or be a dummy. You choose. <laughs> Oh, awesome. All right. So, <laughs> let's run down. 
front I was going to say uh, drink Debbie and give her that chubby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it does help you focus. So <laughs> focus on that. <laughs> uh, speaking, of, speaking of giving her that chubby, um, congratulations goes out to Alexa Bliss and Ryan Cabrera. And Tay Mello and Sammy Guevara on the births of their new baby girls this week. All right, let's go hear yeah. from the girls out there procreating. Woo-hoo, congrats for having sex. <laughs> oh, awesome. <clears throat> uh, what else we got here? Uh, QT Marshall announced that he's leaving AEW at the end of the year. Uh, we we're kind of talking about this. Uh, I'm not a big QT Marshall fan. He's like okay in the ring. He's just kind of got a bland personality, but um, apparently he is a really solid trainer. Oh, I like QT Marshall. I mean, he's is not it, like my favorite wrestler. Like, shit, a lot of shit in AEW that did. Yeah, he, he got a lot of shit gimmicks in AEW, like shit yeah. storylines, I mean, and it started off okay. It started <laughs> off okay, and then it was like, yeah, it went downhill. I think it's creative there because creative there sucks if you're not like a top guy. Um, like they put him in that storyline with like the bunny, mm-hmm. like when he they first came in and like all the other stuff, and it just kind of went downhill. And then he like separated from the nightmare factory, nightmare family, or whatever, and made like his own faction that just tanked. Uh huh. And then they did like the QT TV thing, which didn't really go anywhere either. Which I feel bad for uh, John Morrison for having to, to be put in that shit. Yep, oh, that just completely killed him. Oh, man, terrible. But I think it's it's going to be a big hit for AEW with uh, QT leaving. That's just think, oh, they lost Regal. They lost Cody. They're losing QT. And these guys are like three of the main guys that were helping with developmental and training the talent. So, I mean, apparently they're not developing anybody anymore. (laughs) Yeah, they ain't developing anybody. (laughs) Developing shit. (laughs) Oh, man. Barely even training some of these people. Ridiculous. It sucks. It's. We'll see what happens. Um, see where he ends up because he could be pretty valuable as a trainer. Maybe the performance center or something or impact. Who good knows? impact. I'd be alright impact. I think he'd be or in, and uh, impact. tell you where he, he'd be good at NWA. Give them some kind of new direction and yeah, a big name. Yeah, yeah. He could he go to Impact and uh, feud with Johnny Swinger. Oh, I would not complain about that anyway. More swinger on TV is is always a good thing. Uh, let's see. Sonny. Sentence of 17 years in prison for her, uh, was it vehicular manslaughter incident last year? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's pretty well deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't know. It seems like a little. I don't. Know, I don't know how much you get for vehicle or homicide, but it seems like a little low. 
I, well, I, I mean, think I guess, so. I mean, 15 years, I get like over 15, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I know she it's, didn't like intentionally know. kill the guy, but it's not like it wasn't her first time drinking and driving or yep. fucking doing stupid shit. So it's yeah, like she, she hasn't on. learned her lesson at all. She's, she's, she's not. This is, honestly, this might be the best thing for her to get, you know, to be put in prison, and maybe it'll help sober her up. And she you know, who knows? Though. She might. She might find Jesus in there. She might find you. <laughs> yeah, man, maybe. I said maybe she'd die in jail. I mean, that could be too. Like seventeen years at her age, that's because she's what fifty or sixty. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. I know she's up there in age. So. Yeah. <sighs> man, so yeah, two two different sentences: one for ten years, one for seven years. Um, I believe. Oh, they, so it's two they, different. It was two different sentences. Yeah, two so different is, charges. She got ten years for one, seven for the other. But I so believe yeah, this statue is serving them consecutively. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seems like a light, a light sentence, uh, especially since she was on like probation too and violated probation and all that. So. Yeah. <clears throat> oh man. Well, the plus side, she's got a new, uh, new way to make some money. She can take pictures of fans inside, you know, the the visitor center. Yeah, I guess have dates come in and rail her, or probably get railed by the guards or something. But um, uh, yeah, this you know, don't drink and drive, dude. Nothing wrong with getting an Uber, calling a taxi, fucking walking. Uh, you know, yep. All kinds of options out there. Oh yeah, definitely, especially this day and age. Or just stay drunk at the bar. Yeah. Hey, you can't drive home. This cause the scene. Go to jail. So we're. I mean, it's better than killing somebody. Absolutely. Oh, oh, speaking of killing, (laughs) uh, contract negotiations seem to be coming to a close end here for WWE's TV deals. uh, With the biggest one being Raw, uh, the possibility. Like huge interest apparently from Warner Brothers Discovery to move Raw to TNT and TBS, them being one of the highest bidders um, in these contract negotiations, followed by uh, Disney, Amazon, and NBC. Man, they're gonna have all the wrestling on TNT. Well, I I would honestly think if they sign WWE next year and they they, they air start airing next year, I don't think AEW is gonna be on there that long. No, I mean, that's probably part of it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, because like the ratings, there hasn't been like an increase in ratings at all. There's actually been a decrease, especially since they fired Punk. The AW cannot sell out an arena like for like a dynamite or a regular show. I mean, they can even for like most some of the pay-per-views they can't. They're not even selling out the arenas, even though they claim they are. Yeah, because they don't show the um. They only show one side of the arena, which is, you know, the, the camera side. They don't show actually, you know, that area where okay. the camera's at. So which is okay because they're gonna sell out the arena here in Greensboro. So <laughs> after Sting's last match, that's that'll probably be the only thing. But which I think the biggest I thing would fucking would go. We're going right? I'm I'm planning on it. Let's do it. It's Sting's last match. Well, Carl's not a big Sting fan, but Yeah, but 
but here's here's how you sell Carl on it. There's a way to sell Carl. Carl. Rick Flair's gonna be there. Rick Flair is gonna be there. <laughs> That's the only reason to go Woo. right there. It depends on when the tickets go on sale and how much they cost. Yeah, I haven't true. announced ticket sales yet. But AEW is yeah. notorious for like overpriced tickets. Even like yeah. the nosebleed sections. Like I'm not paying sixty dollars. Yep, I'm right there with you. <clears throat> but we'll see. Yeah, and I'll just watch the pay per view at home for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so with this come with this news of like Warner Discovery's interest in Raw, like how do you how does that bode for Tony Khan? Like when they're sitting there saying, "Oh yeah, you know ratings are good." Like we're you know the network doesn't really care about the ratings. Like we're making the target demographic. Blah blah blah. Like they have to be facing some kind of you know. Um, backlash from advertisers or something for the networks if they're you know paying for these advertising spots on the network and they're not even getting like the ratings that they should be. Yeah, yeah um, they're probably either that or maybe it might just be part of like during negotiation. It's like maybe if uh they are like oh we're going after WWE maybe they can get a discount on yeah. uh AW or something. Uh, maybe. but I mean, who really, who really knows? Uh, maybe uh, Tony talks his dad into buying a uh, television network. Uh, television <laughs> network. AEW all day, every day. <laughs> oh man, who knows? Like I, because they were supposed to be going to no, that was NWA, that was CW. Never mind. I mean that's how that's how uh, WCW was able to impact uh, compete with WWE in the beginning is because you know uh, Turner had his own broadcasting um, yeah. networks, um, but uh, is uh, T uh, Spike or TNN is that still a channel? I uh, was TNN, then it went to Spike. I don't think they're around anymore. I think they changed to something else. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say that you know that's a possible like it, that's done wrestling in the past. Yeah, you know, like a spot yeah, in the land. That, that few years that WWE wasn't on USA. Yeah, <laughs> which is really weird at the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just you know going to the hospital. Yep. Sci-fi then wrestling before maybe. Um, oh, the ECW. Well, Sci-Fi is part of NBC. Um, I guess they're talking about moving. Like, if they keep Raw, they want to move it to. <clears throat> I think they're talking about putting it on Sci-Fi. Yeah. Um, so there must be something. Some of these companies. Yeah, they must be like planning on putting like more sports, like yeah, NFL, NHL, or whatever, on some of these other channels. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. that. You know, get, getting um, getting raw because it's always been like a cable thing. The yeah. SmackDown moving to USA kind of surprised me. Um, Amazon Prime. I I don't know like how many people subscribe to Prime like enough to watch um 
WWE. Oh, that's a good point too. I mean, Amazon's just trying to get more live sports or live sporting events yeah. or, or you know, they could, on their they, channel. Could, they could be thinking about trying to get, uh, you maybe there is the test to see how well it does. Maybe they might want to try to get the, uh, the like network. streaming rights once Peacock, once Peacock, uh, contract runs up. I would not I be mad at that because Amazon's got a better interface than Peacock. Yeah. And they have like a lot of old white wrestling stuff on there too. So yeah. maybe this kind of, you know, Especially they see with the how much. Pick? Ooh, that'd be so much yeah. easier. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, we'll see what happens. Uh, also, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love this match I'm watching right now. I'm What's watching Young Mickey versus Angelina Love. Oh, yeah. All from her first run in TNA. Yep. Nice. Awesome. The beautiful people. Mm, no. No, I don't no. know who she's... I don't know who she's with. To be honest with you. What's she look like? Um, She's got black hair. Um, Basically wearing all black, more or less. Uh, fucking everybody. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm trying to remember who was in Impact at that time. Or who Angelina oh, was with. Her name's Winner. Oh, uh, Katie Lee Birchall. She's uh, Paul Birchall's like, on-screen sister. And then she went to Impact. Yeah, I remember her now. Cool. All right, let's uh, let's get into it. Let's talk some Survivor Series. What'd you guys think overall? It was good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was great. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was the, pretty uh, pretty solid card. It was a good card. The uh, kick it off with the women's war games match, which was it kind of like started a little slow, but then like picked up once. More people were kind of rolling in, so it wasn't too bad. Oh, I thought it was pretty solid. Enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of good spots in that too, with um, uh, mainly Eo Shirai or Eo Sky uh, with the damn garbage can again. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Charlotte with the uh, summer song. Yeah, that was awesome. A lot of cool stuff in there. Um, Shotzi. Shotzi came out of there looking pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people were bagging on Shotzi after that Money in the Bank match, but I think she uh, kind of stepped it up a little bit and kind of showed out a little bit in this matchup. Yeah, but it was, it was a pretty solid match. I don't think anybody did bad or anything. Mm-mm. No, it was good. Uh, quite enjoyed that. Um Unfortunately, we all picked damage control to win. Um, so we were quite wrong on that one. So, mm-hmm. um, apparently, damage control cannot get any big wins outside of EO winning the title. <laughs> but uh, I think it's going to play. What's up? Till they kick out Bailey. Yeah, I think it's going to play into that storyline where they, they turn on Bailey. We'll see what happens with that. 
Uh, what else do we have? What was after that? It was um, was it Gunther and the Miz that was after that, or Santos and Dragon Lee? I think it was Gunther and the Miz. It was Gunther and the Miz, so. which was a good match. It was. Like, we got we knew the outcome. We all picked Gunther. Um, yeah. but um, like it was still pretty good. Like Miz kind of remind like like reminded people why he's in the position that he's in. Like yeah. kind of like a jack of all trades, pretty much. Turn down your TV gear. I'm sorry, uh, Bully Ray's uh, mad at AJ Styles, so he started yelling. He's yelling over Chris. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Bully Ray. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man, but that was solid. It was a great match. Uh, the best part yeah. was uh, Miz was chopping Gunther. And he's just like looking down and then like looks at him like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of cool stuff in that matchup. I enjoyed that one. Uh, so we had that. Actually, you know what? That leads me into a question because Carl and I have been going back and forth with this. So we want, we need your input. Who, uh, who are you thinking Gunther's wrestling at WrestleMania? Gunther's wrestling at WrestleMania? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Ah, oh, that's a tough one. Or who? Or who takes the title off Gunther? Or, or, or yeah, or either or. Um. Fuck. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. That is really a tough tough call. Our truth. Our truth. You want to know? Title. No. You want to? You want to know uh, my answer? Who my answer was? What's that? Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Dominic was, Mysterio. It was his. Yeah. It was his answer. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't see that one happening unless he's got you know unless Priest like beats up Gunther beforehand. Oh, I, I see it as like interference. Yeah, that like, could. I don't think. I don't think he wins it clean, but it yeah, gives it, you a way it to be a clean. It gives you a way for Gunther to drop the title and still look good if it's, you know, a dirty victory. It'll yeah. make people hate Dominic even more. And then you could set up Dominic versus Rhea Ripley for the Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> oh, that wouldn't be bad. Um, but I think, I don't know, like putting in like Gunther in a WrestleMania match, like I don't know. Honestly, don't know who he would go up against. So I told I told Carl it's like fucking Omos. So I told Carl, and of course, I I do I do agree he's had a lot of losses lately, but still would be good would be Brock. I actually I was just thinking that too. Like that just popped in my head before he said it. Brock and Gunther would be good. Like we got that little tease with them in the Royal Rumble. Uh, yep. A couple of years yes. ago, but I think that would be a hell of a match. I, th- I, I, th- I think Gunther wants to wrestle him. I, I feel like I think I've so heard too. That somewhere. I think he's said before Brock's one of his uh, uh, guys on his list that he wants to get in the ring with. Yeah, I just know. Uh, uh, he's had a lot of losses here lately, so that to yeah. me, like, if you bring him back, you got to bring him back for a win against somebody. And I just don't see them having them beat Gunther because I don't think Brock really wants the Intercontinental title. 
But he's never held the Intercontinental title. That could be something interesting, too. I don't know. It, it's hard to say where they can go with that unless they... And there's not really anyone in NXT uh, besides, like, maybe Breaker that would be, like, a decent opponent for Gunther. I was thinking maybe Austin Theory could wrestle him. Eh, I think Austin Theory could get his ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean that would probably be the case, but... The only other thing you could do, like, storyline-wise is if you call up Yulia, because Yulia has beat him before. Yeah, that's true, too. Next, he beat him for the UK title, right? Mm-hmm. That would be, that'd be a hell of a match. We'll see you guys. They bring Dude. in Will Osprey. Dude, does that, <laughs> their UK match was insane. <clears throat> oh, man, awesome. Uh, so we went from that to... It was Dragon Lee and Santos, right? Because Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Which was supposed to be Santos and Carlito. Um, Carlito got injured prior to this matchup. Um, so they replaced him with Dragon Lee, uh, making his premium live event debut in a hell of a uh, uh, Lucha Libre style matchup. Both these guys were um, hitting some high flying stuff. I think uh, Santos was trying to work more of a uh, grounded style through some of the match and then started hitting some high flying things. But it was um, it was good. I would have preferred to see Santos and Carlito to kind of further the storyline, but um, the way they kind of put Dragon Lee in there with like, hey, you know, I know Carlito's injured. Let me let me wrestle, you know, for the honor of Rey Mysterio, blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of like a, a decent way to kind of put him into that matchup. At least some reasoning for him to be there. Uh, that one was pretty good. Um, all... Garrett and I both picked uh, Santos. Uh, Carl picked Carlito. <laughs> um, technically, he didn't lose. No, technically, yeah, he did not lose. Um, <laughs> we all picked. We all picked Gunther for that match too. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. Um, Rhea Ripley defending the Women's World Heavyweight Championship against Zoe Stark. Pretty solid matchup. Uh, Rhea pretty much destroyed Zoe. So. Like we knew she we thought was going to happen anyway, but um, we all picked Rhea for the win on that one. Um, let's get into the men's war games match, which I thought was pretty good. I I don't know which one I like more. I think they're both kind of on like on the same level, they're kind of on par with each other uh, between the men's and the women's war games match. But um, that RKO though, um, on, J- on poor JD McDonough, man, I'm surprised he's still alive. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was, that um, was insane. So. Michael Cole was out of pocket for uh, what he said about Dominic Mysterio. Some bullshit. What did he say? You didn't hear him when he was like, this is the longest he's ever been behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hear that. I did not hear that. That's Oh man, that's great! That is great. So, uh, it was it was a good match. Um, the pop that Orton got when he returned was amazing. Um, not a lot of people have been talking about Orton's return because uh, it kind of got overshadowed by Punk's return at the end of the show. But like Orton looked good. 
I said to Fucking Carl, I, I think it's the best shape he's been in in like the past 10 years, probably. Oh, yeah. Like, he looked good. He looked refreshed. Like, he was just ready to go. Like, you tell you what he looked like. He looked like he'd been fucking working out with Carlito. But yeah, he, he came in looking good. Like he didn't miss a beat, nothing. Like, and you could tell, you can tell fans missed Orton. Like it's been a year and a half since he's been in the ring. And yeah. like that pop that he got was, was like a good welcome back for him. Um, I like what they did with uh, Priest trying to cash in uh, Money in the Bank during the War Games match, um, which I think if that would have actually happened, it would have been awesome. Like, even just the attempt to do it was pretty awesome, but I think it would have, like, blew the roof off the place if Priest actually was able to cash in and grab that title. Yep. uh, Orton saved Rollins on that one. Awesome. Yep. And then playing right, and, into uh, what we know is going to happen, getting Orton and, and Roman at R- Rumble. That's, that's what I'm rating for. Yep. Maybe Orton would be the one to take the title off of uh, Roman. Cult no. of personality. <laughs> uh, no. Carl, you picked Judgment Day. Garrett and I picked Team Cody on that one. Um. The way they did this return for CM Punk, um, I guess Triple H took over producing the end of the the end segment for the show, um, like the last like twenty minutes or whatever. They they psyched us out again. Triple H is like, this is his move, this is his thing because he did it to us in fucking NXT. Um, <laughs> the watermark comes on, you're getting ready. Oh shit! All right, show's over. So I guess we're not getting Punk. Then, like, a minute after that watermark comes on, you hear the static, and you hear a call to personality, and Chicago goes ape shit for CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, I turned it off. Uh-huh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was just kidding. I was like, oh, I turned it off. <laughs> My question with this, though, too, like, if this would have happened, if Survivor Series was anywhere but Chicago, would he have still gotten that huge of a pop? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> he got a pretty good pop the next night from Nashville. He so, did. <laughs> so much bigger. I know, than, people, uh, I know people in Nashville that were trying to score tickets, and they were hard to come by. I'm not surprised, so. especially with the rumors of Punk coming back. So. <clears throat> no, to my after the fact. Oh, after, after, the fact, after Punk, came yeah, back. yeah, yeah, after part. Come, Punk came back. There's people trying to. Find, I know that were trying to get tickets, and you know, usually it's not too hard to get tickets to no. wrestling like a raw or something. But yeah, they were hard to. Hard it's to it's punk. Like whether you love him or hate him, he cannot be denied as someone that brings fans to the product, that brings eyes to your product. Which we've said numerous times with AEW because you look at Collision. They lost what twenty five hundred viewers when Tony Khan and out or twenty five thousand viewers was it two hundred fifty thousand viewers or something like that. It was a pretty yeah. big number. I think it was yeah. two hundred fifty thousand. Um, when Punk when Tony Khan announced at the beginning of Collision that they fired Punk, all those people yeah. turned the channel. They stopped watching, and Collision's yeah. numbers haven't been anywhere near what they were with Punk. 
Same with when he was on Dynamite. Yeah. yeah um, and it, it, uh, I think it, it did, did a lot. Like they both have something to gain from this. Yep. When I say both, I mean CM Punk and WWE, not AW or anything. But, yeah. uh, they both have something to gain from this, and it opens up a whole basket of possibilities. And we we saw that with Raw. We saw that with Raw. I don't know if you watched Raw, but it was one of those things where, like, that was the first time I watched an entire episode of Raw. Yeah. Uh, and it was like it reminded me of the old day. Well, I'll, I'll wait till we get to Raw. Till we get to Raw, but. Yeah. Talk about it, but yeah, it was, Raw was good too. And they kind of, they will talk. Well, let's, um, it's going to tie into this anyway. Um, you saw Rollins' reaction, um, that they, that was like posted all over the internet. Um, do you guys think that was legit or if that was a shoot? Garrett, do you want to tell Chris what I've been telling you all week? <laughs> so, so what Carl's been telling me all week. Is WWE is doing what Nick uh, Tony Khan was too much of a bitch to do, which is to put two guys together who don't fucking like each other in a world title match. When he should have put fucking CM Punk versus Kenny Omega together, he didn't do it. So yep. Triple H is going to hell because he's doing it for him. Absolutely, and him and, and Seth Rollins together. We know how professional Seth can be because Seth and Cody do not like each other. But they will work with each other, as we've seen yeah. numerous times. They were so, fucking tag partners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> but here's my thing. I think that was, I think the reaction was like overboard. Like, I don't think it was, I think it was kind of like a mix of being a work because Rollins has said like a lot of stuff about punk, you know, you know, like stay away, don't come back or whatever type of thing. Um but the thing that makes me think that it was was a work, Michael Cole is holding Seth Rollins back in that video. Yep. Michael Cole can't hold back like his hand from his mouth with a cheeseburger. You think he's gonna hold back fucking Seth Rollins? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, it, it absolutely it absolutely is a work. Um I, I was telling Garrett, there's like a few instances like previous to this, like on some of the, uh, um, uh, some of the, um, like post game, uh, interviews or whatever you want to call it. Post match press conference. And like, I think like Cody was one of them and there's like other people and they're like, they would be like, Oh, the locker room is so great right now. Like we have like one of the best locker rooms and stuff. And I'm like, why the fuck are they even bringing this shit up? So exactly. I think they're going to play. They're going to play into the CM Punk being a cancer to the locker room. That's what they're going to yeah. do. Like yeah. that's the only way they can play this is by is by going to that route. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. that's why I was telling Gary. I'm like, they're going to do the fucking. They're going to do the storyline that AEW should have done. Like, oh, uh, you know, Punk is rubbing people the wrong way. And you know, somebody's got to do something about it, and it's gonna be one of those matches where you can't tell if it's a shooter or if it's real. Yep, because it's gonna exactly. seem, seem like it. I mean, what's what's the one thing that we say all the time 
the best storylines are based in reality. So, I mean, that's that's just what it is. But, so, but I'm I'm excited for it because I think we are going to get uh, Punk and Rollins when I I don't think we're going to get them right away. I think we'll probably end up no. getting in that mania. But to me, it kind of draws back to the, that Punk uh, John Cena feud. You know, it's like, is this a word? Oh, is yeah. this real? What's going on? The, uh, the summer punk feud. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm excited for the drama that's going to come with this. Um, yeah. Whether it be fabricated or real, there's going to be something, and it's going to be a hell of a storyline. At least I'm. that's yeah. what I'm hoping. So no matter yeah. who they put him in the ring with, whether it be Rollins, Cody, Jay, Sammy, like, I don't care. It's, it's going to give us some good matches because Punk mm-hmm. actually looked very good. He looked like he was... You know, refreshed in better shape. Um, got some hair plugs, so <laughs> hair was a little darker, it wasn't as gray. Um, which you know, they probably made him dye it to come back anyway. Um, but he looked good, like he looked like he was in a better spot compared to when we last saw him in AEW. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this says a lot of things for WWE too, because I mean, never uh, say never. there's a there's a guy you know that kind of held uh, a lot of power that uh, might not be the biggest draw no more. So he might actually have to start showing up and wrestling or something, you know? Yeah. I believe um, Punk's shirt went up on WWE.com on their shop, and I think it's already one of the top shirts. Yeah, no, that's what I told Carl. I said, that's why Chris wants him back in WWE so he can buy a fucking (laughs) shirt. Uh, I would have bought an AEW shirt, but I don't really buy wrestling shirts like that anymore. Unless I go um, to a show, like that's it. Another yeah. another rumor, I don't know if it's true or not, but some people were saying that uh, Impact was shocked because they believe that they had CM Punk on a handshake deal to show up at Slimmiversary. Yeah, possibility too. I mean, A sure. Steel, like his best friend is working there, so... Like yeah. we were kind of we were kind of thinking he was going to show up there for a little bit too. So, yeah, so I was. I, I think, thought it would have been cool. But. Yeah, but I wasn't surprised with the WWE thing either because remember no. when he got suspended, he showed up to an event and they asked him to leave. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the lawyers were there and they like wasn't sure exactly you know how it was going to go. But absolutely. Um, but I think he's in the like I think so too. I he's think, he's there yeah. to make money, not friends. Yeah. And I, I think he's 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 on the mid I think he's motivated uh to be there. <clears throat> yeah, I mean he's he had never got that one thing that he wanted the most, which was the WrestleMania main event. So yeah. I mean, why not come back? Like if that's an opportunity to get the one thing that you weren't able to get during your career, your run there, especially when you were the top guy in the company for a while, like 434 days as champion. Like that was like the longest run as WWE champion until Roman for like the modern era. And you didn't, weren't able to get that main event spot because you had to drop the title to the rock. So him and Cena can feud over the title for that WrestleMania. But no, no, 
but we'll see. I'm I'm excited for it. I mean, <clears throat> and I think uh, I think a lot of people, CM Punk fans and you know non CM Punk fans, I think are are seeing the excitement in the in the company right now, or just the wrestling business in general. I mean, you see my my logo. Of course, of course, I'm so excited. <laughs> but it's got you talking about it, whether or not like you love it or hate it. So, Very true. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> awesome! I'm psyched for it. Which that you know pulls into Raw, where you had uh, Punk's promo at the end of the night. You know, where he's talking can, about can, you know, I'm not here can to make I, friends. I, to make money. Can I say a hot take? Yeah, I think it's one of Punk's worst promos. It was not his best promo. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's fine. That, so that, uh, it that's was fine. Like a, yeah. a standard promo. So. But apparently, but, he didn't have his time got cut because um, Randy and uh, Dom went dominant. Over. Yeah, but to be to be uh, honest, though, it wasn't his best promo. But if you look at the impact on the whole episode, so you know we open up. Oh yeah, uh, we, we have about Randy Orton. Yeah, we this. have Randy Orton. We have Randy Orton come out, and you're like, okay, is CM Punk gonna be the one? You know, and, and then Randy Orton gets interrupted, but who gets interrupted by? Rhea Ripley. Ripley. Yeah, yeah. And then you know he challenges Dominic, and then it's like, then you have uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, is this where CM Punk inserts himself? Nope. Yep. He gets interrupted, but he gets interrupted by. Uh, uh, Michael Moore. Um, then it's like, then you have Seth Rollins, and you're like, oh, this is definitely where Punk is coming out. He's going to interrupt Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins gets interrupted, and he gets interrupted by Drew McIntyre, and then he tells Drew McIntyre that he has a, a he's going to defend his title against someone, and it's not Drew McIntyre, and so you're like, oh, it's going to be CM Punk, and then it's like, no, nope, just kidding. It's going to be uh, Jey Uso. <laughs> and then and you have the Randy Orton match, you know, you have the Randy Orton yeah. match and you're like, okay, he's going to interfere in this. Cause time's running out. Cause I'm like sitting there looking at the fucking clock and I'm like, is he going to fucking interfere like during judgment day or something? Uh, and then, you know, it comes out <laughs> for his promo the last five minutes, but it kept you engaged in raw and there's Absolutely. plenty of opportunities where he could have inserted himself and it would have made a night. You know what I mean? So we got, we pretty much got swerved by that whole Nakamura thing too, because like all his promos building yeah. up to it, like we we're all thinking, oh, it's, we're going to get CM Punk and Nakamura. Like they're bringing yeah. Punk back yeah. and we're going to get an awesome feud with him and Nakamura, which could still happen down the road. Like Punk yeah. is kind of like a multi-year deal with WWE. Um, but I'm, I'm not mad with Cody and Nakamura. Like, yeah, I think it's going to be a phenomenal matchup, and it's a matchup we've never that we haven't gotten. Like, I don't even think they they wrestled in New Japan because I think when um think Cody that. went to New Japan, Nakamura was in NXT. Yeah, if I yeah. remember correctly, like I may be I may be wrong with that, but I don't I don't remember them crossing paths uh, during that time frame before you know um, Cody and all them made AEW. Yep. <sighs> But yeah, it's definitely something that's gonna that's gonna keep fans talking. It's gonna keep them engaged for a little bit, depending on what they do with Punk from you know going forward, um, what the what the plans are, anything like that. But regardless, you have you know those hardcore CM Punk fans that are gonna watch regardless, and that's gonna bring yeah. 
you know, that 250,000 eyes onto WWE's product that AEW lost. Yeah. And I think you have a possibility, depending on if they play it right, you have a possibility of having one of the most watched WrestleManias uh, since Austin Rock. uh, If, you know, you can get the other matches right. Like, it won't be CM Punk by himself or nothing. But there's other factors involved too, but WWE is on a, on a roll and I like that triple H has been in charge most of the time. Yep. Yep. And this really does prove that Vince is not in control of creative anymore. Yeah. Like, cause there's no way, like I know Vince will do stuff, you know, business wise, that'll make sense, but I don't think he was willing to bring back punk. Yeah, and and, and the, the Triple H thing, it ties into the AEW storyline because Triple H just removed uh, Triple H and Tony Khan. Like, oh, he hired this guy. And if you listen to his press conference, he did it behind everyone's back. Like, oh, yeah, I sent this guy. I didn't tell nobody. Like, yep. you didn't tell no, you didn't <laughs> tell nobody. You mean you didn't on their way to the ring? You wouldn't be like, hey, uh, Punk's going to come out. <laughs> Apparently, um... <laughs> <laughs> From what I heard, he told the guys in the the survivors the war games match. Well, like, in the uh, before yeah. they went out for the match, but like nobody yeah. else knew he was there. Yeah, but it was just like but, him and Nick Khan and you know a handful of people prior to that that knew he yeah. was there. Yeah, I mean I doubt that, but uh, I think it plays into what they're doing. Yeah, and I, I think it's I think they're gonna do that whole. You know, I'm a cancer to the locker room thing. I think we're going to see like locker room scuffles and all this other shit. And they're just going to lean into that heavy. Like, that's the best option they've got right now because he can't be the savior. He's not saving us from a shitty WWE product because this is the best that WWE has been in a long ass time. Yeah. He can't be the voice of the voiceless anymore because we're getting what we want. Like yeah. we don't have like the cookie cutter muscle bound bodybuilders in the main event anymore. We've got guys like Seth Rollins and Nakamura and Cody that aren't your typical Vince McMahon wrestling stereotypes. Yeah. I mean, so, he could I save mean, us from Roman. Like yeah, a shitty I mean, champion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that'd be worth it. I mean, that would be <laughs> not the only thing, but, um, but we'll see where they go from here. I'm excited for it. So. Yeah. Um, we'll switch some gears here. We'll hop over to um AEW. Um, this Continental Classic. I was not too keen on this when they announced it, but the matches that we've gotten have been pretty solid so far. So, um, so, 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 I'm you, take on this. so I'm gonna tell you why why this is what it is, and I I'm, I told Carl about this today. It's something that's been on my mind lately uh, about AEW. Is uh, AEW is so lazy that they can't fucking do storylines. Because if you think about it right now, they have two storylines. <coughs> two. That's it. They have Adam Copeland and Christian, and they have whatever they're doing with MJF. That's it. Yep. That's the only storylines they got. And they I was can't do say... storylines, so they do all these fucking tournaments to that's, get that's these guys to wrestle each other. It's it's annoying. It's it's a way for them not to do a storyline, but still have random ass matches without having to explain the random ass matches. Exactly. 
<laughs> that was my next. Uh, that was the next thing I was gonna say. Um, okay. Aside from Jay Lethal being two and zero in this fucking tournament already, so fucking Got ridiculous. Kind of like Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal and I think Mark Briscoe are both um, zero points right now because Briscoe lost to a Rouge. This whole tournament, like this triple crown champion thing, like if they do not give this to somebody that actually is gonna benefit from it. It's going to be a total fucking waste of time. Like, Moxley doesn't need this win. Danielson doesn't need this. Like, give it to someone like fucking Roosh or let Eddie Kingston win it. Like, one of of these guys that's going to benefit from having, like, this, like, I don't know, this, like, notch on their resume or something, I I guess, like. It just it makes more sense to do that than it is to like, oh, well, John Moxley's our biggest star. Let's give it to John Moxley. Yeah, nah. Just fucking stupid. So give it. And John Moxley is not the biggest star. Yeah, Swerve is their biggest star right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't want Swerve to win this either. I want Swerve to go after the AEW World Championship. I want to see Swerve and MJF. I know. Like I want to see Swerve and MJF feud over that title right now. Like that's. I think that's the trajectory that Swerve needs to go on, and not you know this. Continental Classic thing, but out of anyone, like if they're not going to give it to like Roosh or someone, then Swerve is the man to put at the top of this tournament. About oh, Darby Allen? Oh fuck, Darby Allen! I don't think he's in the tournament, is he? I don't think so. Gosh darn, Darby Allen! Gosh darn, PG Garrett over here. <laughs> oh, awesome Paul that's pretty much all I had for instant replay this week I knew it was going to be dominated by uh, uh, Survivor CM Series and, and CM Punk oh I did tell Carl this week I watched uh, since I've been I've been watching the uh, Impact channel yeah. I watched uh, King of the Mountain uh, it was uh, for the NWA uh, championship and it was uh, our truth, uh, Jeff Jarrett, uh, Abyss, Sting, and Christian, and it was awesome. Speaking I of uh, Christian, was there when our truth was there? Speaking of uh, of uh, speaking of uh, returns, our truth, uh, yeah. Yeah, and did you see his se- did you see the segment uh, that he had with Damian Priest and uh, Finn Balor, <laughs> Chris? <Yes. laughs> he's eating the general. He's like, like he's like, I heard y'all need a, a partner for Survivor Series. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, man, that was Saturday. How'd I do? <laughs> 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 oh man, that was why. Why he's eating jelly rolls? Don't look for jelly roll. They said jelly roll was here. Where the jelly rolls at? <laughs> no, I'm jelly roll. You ate all the jelly rolls. <laughs> 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 <Are they behind? laughs> oh man, I'm so I'm so glad he's back on TV. Fucking I said I said to, I said to 
to Carl. I said, <laughs> I said, our truth is has done enough serious shit that he deserves the the comedy gold that he is now. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, our truth is awesome. <laughs> All right. All right, that's going to cap us off for instant replay this week. Let's head over to the wrestler of the week, which is my pick for this week. And I picked none other than uh, the zombie hot, the scream queen, Daphne. Nice. There we go. The match I picked for that was um, Daphne versus Tara for the knockout championship from the March 21st, 2010 Destination X it was a pretty awesome matchup between the two of them. I could have went the easier out and picked the Monsters Ball match that she was in, but um, yeah, that was pretty I, good too. It was a good match. I, I like this one too. This one, I think, a good singles match, like showcasing Daphne's like actual um, talent one on one in the ring was and her work rate is just phenomenal. Um, rest in peace, Daphne. We miss you. We love you. You're an amazing talent that should have gotten way more than what you did. <clears throat> All right, so there is Wrestler of the Week. I'm going to top over to G-Money's Quiz. Garrett, what you got for us this week? I actually just remembered that I forgot to do something. Um, <laughs> not gonna lie. I kind of forgot. I'm trying to think of something on the fly. Um, let's see. What did I think of? Quality journalism here, folks. I know. <laughs> we do the podcast like, while on the podcast. Yeah. That's how we well, roll. Since I, don't get a, since I don't have a quiz, how about I just ask a question instead? Because this will be a, a good question for Chris. Okay. Since since CM Punk is back, what is your favorite CM Punk rivalry? Mm. CM Punk and the Young Bucks. And we'll just, we'll just say like WWE related, not like WWE. Okay. Yeah. Um. It's tough because I liked uh, Punk and Undertaker. I thought that was a good build going into WrestleMania, but probably his best rivalry that he had in his WWE career. Uh, Punk and Hardy was good too, but it was Punk and Cena. I think was probably yeah. like the best, the best one. Yeah, I think like the 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 whole pipe bomb uh, thing like set him on the map. Like, um, like really set him on the map. They made him like a household name because everybody was like calling people. Like, you see what this motherfucker just did? Like, uh, and Get yeah, this man think, an ice cream bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And because uh, I remember, you know, people didn't know if it was real, if it was fake, or yeah. what was going on. Uh, and it's probably been like the most captivating. Because, like, WWE, to me, for me personally, had been on a slump uh, right there. It's like, you know, I wasn't a big John Cena fan. I wasn't really invested in wrestling that much anymore. Like, I was. Yeah, I mean, you um, had Alberto Del Rio running around as yeah. WWE champion. I mean, which at the time, like, I liked Del Rio. I thought he was I did. He was I did. But, I, I never really liked Del Rio. He's a human piece of shit, but. Yeah, yeah. I never liked Del Rio, but uh, yeah. So to me, it was kind of like on the downfall, you know. Yeah. Uh, Booker T. And some, some of my favorites had already left the company. And, 
Uh, yeah. And then, you know, CM Punk did his little thing, man, and got everybody captivated again for a little while, anyway. For a summer. Summer Punk, which was actually a, a rehash from an ROH storyline that he had. They basically yeah. did the same thing, but they it lasted the entire summer of Punk just going to like these different indie promotions and defending the Ring of Honor title while Ring of Honor was going off into, you know, kind of like what WWE did with Cena and Mysterio um, for the, you know, the interim champion or, you know, the new champion. ROH kind of did the same thing. And then, you know, it's like ended the same where Punk comes back. It's like, dude, I'm the fucking champ, not you. So, like, I never lost this. Oh. But yeah. having it done on yeah. that grander scale kind of brought more eyes to it. Yeah. The uh the better question, and uh I want all of our like 13 fans to weigh in on <laughs> it when they listen to the podcast. It's what's the uh what's the best CM Punk theme? There's only one right answer. Uh yeah. It's all the personality. Oh no, yeah. the AFI one actually. I like that one. I like Call of Personality. It's a better song. It's definitely a better song, but I think the AFI's song has like more, uh, more build to it and anticipation for the actual entrance. Yeah, it is a straight edge society song, without a doubt. Oh god. <laughs> I don't even remember that one. It's literally the better of the songs. Because you know he oh. came out the cult of personality in Ring of Honor. Yeah, I know he uses. He Ring knows Honor. Living Color like he fucking knows all of them. I see pictures like with them and shit all the time. He was on stage with them, that, yeah. Like recently, they performed for him uh, at yeah. one of the WrestleManias. Because yeah. Yeah. the uh, WrestleMania, he wrestled Undertaker. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Got anything else? Or is that it? Um, any more questions? About the only thing I can think of off the top of my head is uh, if you were booking WrestleMania this year, who you got facing all the current champs? Oh. What would you pick? Um, so Rollins, I definitely go CM Punk because we kind of want it now. I kind of agree with that. I think we get um, Cody and Roman. I and don't Rock. think so. I think we get Rock. I think Rock. If we don't get, yeah, if we don't get Rock and Roman, I don't think we. I don't, I don't think Roman. I will think if we don't title. get Rock and Roman this year, I just don't think we're ever going to get it. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because yeah, it's also not, like we're getting to a point where like people are anticipating it, and like it's just going to lose its luster the longer it waits. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I don't think he's going to drop the title to. I don't think he wants that match. And I don't think he's going to drop the. I don't think he's going to drop the title if he doesn't at least have that match first. Uh, and Brock, I don't think will do anything less than WrestleMania. Like I don't see Brock coming to like, you know, uh, year one or something. The freshman ring. But you say Cody's uh, yours, Chris? I say Cody. I say Cody and Roman. Yeah. 
Maybe, but like I said, I just don't. I don't. If Roman's not going to drop a title, like I, I don't want him to verse Cody again. Like, yep. I don't think like tag titles. Unless Damian, probably... unless unless Damian Priest cashes in and beats Roman after he beats Cody. Yeah, that could be too. I can see that happening because I don't think we're going to have. It's kind of tough because Judgment Judgment Day is pretty hot right now. But yeah, that's why I into WrestleMania. That could be the other thing. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you do that, then you could have a feud with the Judgment Day and the Bloodline. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, that's how I, this is what I was telling Garrett. The only bad thing about making Logan Paul the U.S. champion is, like, there's nobody, like, I really, like, am dying to see him work against. Um, so, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, I don't think he's going to, he's not going to hold that title till Mania. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I think he's going to drop it by the end of the year. I mean, the question though was current champions. Yeah, yeah, current champions. But it's just hard Um, to book like the current champions going in like that hard to fans. Yeah, um, but I mean, if he if he is still champion, um, I would say So, so, so while Carl thinks, I was telling him yeah. that what I told him today, and I we kind of agreed to like, like they'd have to have a good ref for this match, but that uh, I feel like the draw would be to do Logan Paul versus Pat Bunny. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I that wouldn't be bad. I mean, I told him I just didn't know if they, either one of them could actually call a match, like without having a veteran in there with them. Yeah, because Logan will probably Logan will go into that match as the heel, and generally the heel is the one that calls a match. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Or I, it would be great to see, um, but I think it'd be kind of hard for them to put it on. Yeah. Um, I say go with the uh, Carlito if you know Logan still has the the belt. I could honestly see that. You know, get Carlito on something since you brought him back. Get him in, involved in something. Um, you know, he could be upset that you know Logan Paul's a celebrity. You could have Bad Bunny be in his corner since they're both uh, Hispanic, like he did with Damon Priest. Um, they're both Puerto Rican. Huh? I said they're both Puerto Rican. Who is? I'm pretty sure Carlito is Puerto Rican. Yeah, but Bad Bunny isn't. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. I'm pretty sure he is. Bad Bunny is Puerto Rican? Yes, Pretty bad positive. one is Puerto Rican. 
I didn't think he. I thought he was Mexican. You just no, he's Puerto Rican, dude. <laughs> That's why, like, they went ape shit for him in Puerto Rico because he's he's from Puerto Rico. I'm gonna look this up. Oh my god, <laughs> he doesn't believe us. Anyways, oh yeah, he, he's Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we lied to you. I'm so sorry. I thought he was Mexican. Uh, no, not all Hispanics are from Mexico, Carl. You I know. Racist, I thought I you thought racist Carlito, bastard. I knew Some Carlito and fucking Damian Priest was Puerto Rican. Some are from Puerto Rico. Some are from Honduras. Some are from you know Dominican <laughs> Republic. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, all right. Let's uh, let's hop over to. Well, actually, did we finish that? I don't remember. No, it's we all didn't. right. Okay. It's all right. Y'all don't, yeah, y'all don't seem to care, one, so we, we can just hop I mean, it's not, it's not, I don't care. It's like, it's hard to book like current champions, like with yeah. the landscape right now, into like a WrestleMania match that's still like, you know, five months away. <laughs> but we are getting, away, we are getting Jay versus Jay. I think that's set in stone. Jimmy versus Jay. Yeah. Yeah. That's something they've been wanting to do for a while. So, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. We can uh, we can be good. We can go over to uh, Carl's favorite segment and Chris's least no, favorite segment, where Chris gets to fall asleep for like ten minutes while Carl and I talk about sports. Woohoo! Woo. So you know what what important is going on this weekend, Chris? What's going on this weekend? Uh, a bunch of college football games that are going to pre- determine the college football playoff and the bowl games. Huh. Yeah. So, nothing I care about. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, some of the big games are uh, Alabama and Georgia. Bama. You taking Bama? Uh, no, I was just saying Bama. Uh, I'm taking Bama, so you know you'd be agreeing with me if you pick Bama. A couple of the games are going on right now. <laughs> I don't know who's ahead. No, ain't Oregon and Washington playing tonight or right now or something? I have no idea. Maybe. Yeah. I think uh, Oregon and Washington and uh, the uh, Liberty New Mexico State game is tonight. Uh, but the big games from this weekend are uh, Georgia, Alabama. Oh, fuck. Yep. <laughs> Georgia, Alabama. What's the other one? Forgot. Where'd Carl go? Carl. I'm here. Can you hear me? Now I can. Would you, would you switch over to something else? Like uh, I looked at I look, I looked up uh, uh <laughs> our schedule, so I can see who was playing, but I guess can't do that yeah. on stream here. Um uh, 
So, I don't know. Garrett, are you using your laptop? Nope. I might be all right. Hold on. Let me look. I got you. Yeah, so uh, you have Oregon and Washington State, which I think just because it's the Pac-12 and it will no longer be a Pac-12, I think the winner of that game gets into the college football playoff. What do you think? Who is it? Oregon and Washington. Uh, yeah, probably. Washington's up three nothing. Yeah, because if Washington wins, they're undefeated, and then if Oregon wins, they only have one loss, and then like I said, the Pac-12 will, uh, is going to dissolve. So I think they'll they'll put one of them in there just for nostalgia purpose. Like, so I think whoever wins that game will be in the in the in the college football playoff. And then yep. you have uh, uh, you got Oklahoma State and Texas. Texas. Yep. If Texas wins, they're in, right? Or no? Uh, I don't remember how many teams is it this year. Four. Is it only four? I thought they're switching it to like eight or something. They're switching it to eight, but I think that's next year, right? Uh, maybe. I guess so. If Texas wins, they might get in. Maybe. I think so. Ain't they doing four? Well, are you yeah, I mean, know? they are doing four. I, I believe yeah. they are doing four. Because your four right now are Alabama, or Alabama, Georgia, uh, Michigan, uh, Washington, and Florida State. And if Florida State yeah. wins, they'll be undefeated. So I can't imagine they get out of the top four. If Georgia oh, wins, yeah. which they probably will, they'll stay undefeated. They're not going to win. You don't think so? I think all of them will beat them. Oh, you going. Rotate. Yeah. I think the only way Georgia will get in, because I think they're going to lose to Alabama, is A, they have to have a close loss to Alabama, meaning they have to lose in like overtime or. Last minute drive. Um, I think you would need uh, Michigan to lose because if Michigan wins and Georgia loses and and somehow um, Texas and Florida State lose, I think they would put Ohio State in before they would put <laughs> before they would put another SEC team just for ratings, but. Uh, well, Ohio so State think, still got some like good wins in the season, even with the loss. That's why I said they would put Ohio State in. Like if if you're going to like you know what I'm saying like if worst case scenario for Georgia, Alabama wins, right? Alabama automatically is going to go because they're the SEC champion. So then, the only way I could see Georgia making it if they don't win would be if it like they would a have to have like a last. Like they had to lose at the last minute. Alabama couldn't win like outright. You know what I mean? And then I think they would need Michigan to lose, right? So that Ohio State would get in anyways. Because I I feel like Ohio State, if they if you don't if you're not putting a conference champion in, the only one I could see going in first would be Ohio State. They're the most popular team in college football with probably the two popular players on their roster. So they would do it just for ratings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like of nothing else. 
so I, I think Georgia would need a lot of help to get in if they lose to Alabama. Uh, Florida State, they win their in. If they lose, they don't make it. Uh, Texas, if they lose, they don't make it. And then, like I said, I think whoever wins between uh, Washington and Oregon will get in regardless. Just yep. because they're the last, last thing. So, Texas – now, if everybody wins, so say Georgia wins, uh, uh, Michigan wins, uh, Washington wins, and Florida State wins, who – Huh, is that four or five teams? It's four. You're good. Hey, okay, and then Texas wins. Texas is out because they got that one loss against Oklahoma. That's a rival. Rivalry yep. game. I, mean, I guess it's only teams, fair. Those other four teams that will still be undefeated. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, but what? But what if Oregon wins? And then so you have like a one loss team. Yeah, so, be, you have Oregon the, and Texas. Who gets in? That'd be the. Uh, that would be the dilemma. I mean, I guess it would depend. Like, if Texas, if if they uh, they lose and Texas goes out there and demolishes, probably Texas. Yeah. No, I'm saying Oregon wins. Oregon has one loss, right? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So if Oregon wins and Texas wins, they both have one loss because Texas lost to Oklahoma, right? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That'd who did? Uh, who did, did Michigan lose one game? Or are they undefeated? They are undefeated. They're undefeated. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be good. I'm interested to see who wins all these games. Yep. Me too. Yep. Yay, sports. Woo. <laughs> oh, I do have one question for you guys. Um, oh, oh, God. Sports related. What do you guys think of the uh, end of season NBA tournament? End of season NBA tournament. What the mid season? Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I thought it was end season. No, and I mean they do have a tournament at the end of the season, but it's like NBA finals. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. We we um, know what you meant. We're just picking at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it was it was all right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it made it, it's like something interesting to do at the beginning of the season. That's all I had. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's better than nothing. I mean, at least has people kind of interested in, you know, what's going on and stuff. And then you can see teams play that you probably wouldn't see play uh, because of, like, the regular alignment and stuff like that. You know, it's pretty good. Yep. Some good stuff. Yeah, I don't really have anything else for no holds barred. Um, There's not like a whole lot going on right now. Besides Christmas stuff, um, 
That's pretty much it. Did you watch Elf yet? I did not watch Elf yet. <coughs> I haven't been home to watch shit with the family. Or Christmas vacation or something? I usually watch it on Christmas Eve. The only thing I watched was um, we put the tree up uh, last weekend. So um, I have it saved, bookmarked on YouTube, one of my favorites, the uh, the Muppet Family Christmas special. Okay. Which I don't know why. Like I don't know who's got the the fucking rights for this thing, but they need to release it on like Blu-ray or something. Like remaster it and re-release it. Damn. My uh, my favorite Christmas movie. uh, Everybody watches with me. It's like, man, you said your favorite Christmas movie. Man, people don't watch Die Hard with you? That's that's a shame. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't watch Die Hard with me. Or uh, Barney's Christmas or whatever it says. <laughs> oh, awesome. Now, my favorite Christmas movie is Every Time a Bell Rings, an angel gets his wings. <laughs> uh, not surprised at that one. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, I got anything else. You guys got anything else for No Holds Barred? Nope. All right. uh, Kick over here to theme of the week. Garrett, your pick for theme of the week. I'm I'm really indecisive on who I want to pick. Gosh. That's not what I'm picking. I think I remember what I did last week. Last time I had it, so I won't do that. I think I remember. Yeah, Drew McIntyre's Broken Dreams. Is that what I is that what I picked last week? Last time? No, I don't remember. You know what's really sad? That was actually one of the ones I had. Uh, so that answers my question. That that's not what I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick this other wrestler that I think in the like. Two years we've done this podcast, we've probably talked about him twice. And that is, we're going to do Jinder Mahal's new, newest theme. We've talked about Jinder more than twice. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't get bred up that much. I actually like no, not him. Not anymore. So. Like, we talked about him quite a bit when he was uh, WWE champion. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. But I actually like this. You guys were not behind it. You were trying to hinder gender. We were. (laughs) But I like I like his theme. I think it's a good. He's had some pretty good themes. Yep. Awesome. All right, we can do that. Um, I did not find a Joel Gertner quote for the week. It's all good. I don't really feel like looking one up either. There's so many. Um, let's just end it with theme of the week this week, then. Sounds good. All right. Well, yeah. So that's going to do it for us. We thank you guys for checking us out each and every week, like you do either streaming on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. We appreciate it. Uh, make sure you check out all of our other social media outlets so we can stay up to date when new episodes are up to date um, or going live, which I've kind of been slacking on, you know, Twitter and Instagram and stuff. But we'll get there. We'll get back to it. Um, yeah. And Christmas time. Check out redbubble.com slash people. Uh, slash Russell Gadden Pod and uh, check out. Nah, I think that's the right link. I may have put an extra slash in there, but um, you can find it in the link tree um, in the description for the episode. 
Uh, but yeah, go buy your uh, family members a Wrestle Again podcast t-shirt. I'm sure they'll love it. Yeah, they'll love it. <laughs> they'll love it. You can even get them the uh, the Charlotte Flair inspired shirt that we have. Yep. Splash Mountain, yep. baby. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, again, thank you guys for checking us out. We appreciate it. Uh, we will chat with you guys next week. On behalf of myself, Christy Heat Matthews, Garrett G. Money Mon, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Later, Marks. Punjab, Tadi Nagari, Dalanda, Gera, Moti, Akanti, Akupake.